Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I believe last week with your Moss Miami article for the Miami Herald that you did more to kill journalism than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, thank you. When in an article written by yourself, you quoted yourself talking about a toenail of yours that is rotten and black and going to be an, on display right. at Moss Miami. Like, how how are you not ashamed of yourself as a journalist, as someone who, who studied journalism? Right. You ended journalism with an article quoting yourself about your rotten toenail. Like, you- <laughs> okay, I don't, I can't take the credit for ending journalism with that. I mean, it, it had already ended itself. But um- <laughs> this is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Okay, we. this is Sunday morning. We saw a beautiful recital, a winter recital today, a dance recital. And uh, my granddaughter, Graceland, was the star of the show. I mean, just, everybody would say that. But um, what amazed me is that 80% of the kids on that stage were doing nothing. Yes. They were not even attempting to dance. Well, I think the, the thing is, is that these kids, they do like weeks and weeks of meeting with these teachers and dancing and practicing and they're never on stage in front of a room of 50 people just staring at them with their phones yeah correct and these kids they're just like as much as you say to a four-year-old hey you're going to be on stage at this recital that like that doesn't prepare them for oh my god look there's a lot of people staring at me this is awkward i've never done this before in my entire life so i think it's just that like it's i believe that teacher because the teacher knows that they're not going to perform so at the beginning she's like i promise you your money is going to something when they're alone with us they dance (laughs) well right she's like she's like i'm telling you they're not going to dance well out here but that doesn't mean that your money is going to waste thank you happy holidays yeah (laughs) right exactly did you see the one little girl who was like just openly sobbing on stage yeah oh that was yeah that was you know you wanted to give her a hug and you know and there was one little girl like spiting her parents and was like looking at them like taunting them like nope i'm not doing that wow right But Grayson was one of the ones. Like Grayson, the whole time was just looking at her teacher dancing, going along. Like Grayson was. No, she did great. She was... and out of forty kids, uh, there were like thirty-eight girls and two boys. And one of the little boys, they were wearing like little tiny white tuxedos. And one of the boys kept sitting, like just sitting down right yeah. on the stage. It was just crisscross. Yeah, but but if you're the parent of eighty percent of those kids, I do think you wonder, you know. What am I? What is my kid getting out of this class? No, Dad. Literally, the lady, the crying d- little girl, the mom was right behind me. Oh no! And she literally said the sentence I heard. She, I don't know if it was to her husband, like maybe her parent. My kid is the crier. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> like she was like kind of having a moment of self, like oh my god, okay, I need to assess my like. Right. She was like, having, she was having a look in the mirror moment of like, what do I need to do to like make my kid not the crier? I think at that age though, like you know. 
that that girl's probably going to go on to be like a night like an attorney and have like a great right. like, you know what i mean there's no way there's 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 got to be no correlation of but like if you cry on stage at four years old it means you're going to be like uh, socially awkward your whole life right when my daughter she was three when we had her in dance did it one year and yeah the, the girls were doing their pirouettes and she got out of line and tickled their armpits you know that yeah. was my daughter she was the tickler well that's when actually she... hilarious someone that's like noticing okay i'm on stage right now i'm not really interested in doing this but i'm gonna entertain other ways yeah no idea where she gets that from uh but <laughs> in, but in football we had her in flag football she sat down she was the sitter she just sat yeah. down in the middle of the field the whole time when it, yeah. when we had her in soccer she was going off and talking to the other team's bench yeah, and so because right. his yeah. dad, as much as you want to throw stones here, you know, Graceland might have been uh, when we played soccer. Graceland had a few crying moments. Oh, she did, she did, and uh, and and she was not the you know, if I'm being frank, she was not the star of the soccer team. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I do think she was the star of the recital. Good I goalie. can be totally objective. Good goalie, that's true. She did. She was a good goalie. She got that from you, Greg. Okay. You, yeah. You back off. There you go. Um, no, she, you know, she's also was four playing with six year olds as I get, defend- <laughs> if I, as I become the defensive father. No, you're right. You're right. And, and she was the best girl on our team as well. <laughs> if I'm allowed to say of that. Two. Is it too early to mention our special guest today, unless he stiffs us and doesn't uh, <laughs> join us, even though he said he would? Would it be the first time or second that you've been stiffed by Dan Lebetard? Um, it would be the first, actually. Wow. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> it's uh, just a terrible. Uh, sexual innuendo there <laughs> on your part. Um, no, Levitard is supposed to join us. He's on the way back from Key West. Uh, I don't know what he's had done there, but we'll uh, talk to him about that and try to pry deeply into his private life. But um, he's going to join us later. But first, I think this has become a super popular segment on the podcast, meaning I have no idea why I think that, but I just do. It's my three facts, three things Jack. that I did not know until this past week like you could have it called three facts jack and like it, three it, facts, it, jack. it instantly becomes more of a greg cody it fits the show narrative like fun but instead you're like i have three facts here i'm gonna read <laughs> you're right three facts jack is the new name of this segment yeah i want imaging for that we want sound effects damn it. bells whistles the whole bit why do i come up with ideas damn it Three facts, Jack. <laughs> Why are you damning for? You know it's going to be me having to put it together. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I, that's me feeling for you. I'm like, damn, it's just my brilliant idea. It's just me and more work for Yeti. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm here um, for. <laughs> fact number three. A 10-gallon hat actually holds only three quarters of one gallon, whatever is in it. So you're saying like my, a cowboy hat is like, a ten, what's a 10-gallon hat? It's a specific <laughs> hat. Yeah, it's a specific kind of cowboy hat i think it's a little taller and bigger it's it's a big cowboy hat it's called a 10 gallon hat i'm looking at but it. it doesn't hold anywhere close to 10 gallons it doesn't even hold one gallon oh yeah i'm looking at it i think i have a hat let me get this okay oh, somebody's calling me from work here let me just get this real quick since he's gone anyway yes sir you know me another thousand no story holder oh shit i forgot to do it i'm sorry uh, yes, isn't this yes, a tech? I'm gonna get this po- podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm doing a little bit of podcast type work now, but in like 15 minutes, I promise to get it right to you. Very good. Okay, that's, that's no problem. Thank you. Thanks, bye. What was that? It was an editor of mine. I forgot to do my. Um, it's called a Q folder. It's something I put in the system that tells them a column from me is coming later today on the Dolphin 49ers game, and I forgot to do it. You didn't hear this, Chris. Greg says, I forgot that. And the guy says, yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, well, he was just playing with me. He's okay. Can we leave that in the pod? I hope we do. Dad, look, this is a 10-gallon hat. 
Is it really? I don't know. It's a cowboy hat. Like, it's no, like- it's not a 10-gallon hat. It's not even a cowboy hat, quite frankly. It looks like a fedora. It's no. more of a, it gives more fedora vibes than a, than cowboy, but yeah. it is. It was for my, uh, it was for my Jurassic Park themed. Uh, right. It looks more like that. It, it's an action and adventure hat. Yeah. You can call it. Exactly. Right. If you wore that to an actual cowboy event, like on the range, you would be laughed off the, the range by other cowboys. Right, fine, I'll get my cowboy hat. <laughs> I actually have a cowboy, a proper cowboy hat. It's black, Jack. And, um. If this were a visual medium, I would be sprinting to get it like Christopher is. I don't have no Now that's a cowboy hat. Okay. So this is like, I get what you're saying though. This is supposedly a 10 gallon hat. I wouldn't call that sure. a cowboy hat either. That's a, well, yeah. Okay. The bend, the, the way it bends. What the, the hell side. are you guys talking about? I'm looking online at a 10 gallon hat and it looks exactly like the hat I just wore, honestly, more than even this one. Okay. That's a cowboy it hat. It comes by folk etymology from the Spanish galleon or gallon. I'm not sure. It means braid. Okay. It may also be a hyperbolic reference to the size of a hat or a combination of the two. Okay. I have a 10-gallon gut. Anyway, a 10-gallon hat holds three quarters of one gallon, so that's very misleading. can't believe we just killed a minute and a half on this podcast with this. Go ahead. <laughs> but they're getting better, because that was only number three of my uh, heretofore unknown facts, Jack. Number two, the most common surname on the globe is Wang, W-A-N-G. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. 107 million people in the world have the surname Wang. Wow. And to put to put that in perspective, the number one surname in the U.S. continues to be Smith yeah. with 4.5 million, less than 20% of Wang. How about that? So if Smiths and Wangs get together, the Wangs are like just feeling their oats, you know, because they're dominating. Let's see, how many, let's see how many Cody's there are worldwide. Oh, probably not many, and they're all in uh, Montreal. This has been the Wang Count by the Greg Cody Show of, with Greg Cody. That's right. Wanging it. Wow. Um, now, this, my number one fact, Jack, is this fascinated me. Okay. A little over a century ago, uh, Pepsi-Cola was named after dyspepsia, the medical term for indigestion, because the soda was thought to have some medicinal qualities. But the original name was not Pepsi. Okay, the the uh, soda was invented by a pharmacist named Caleb Bradham, and the original name of Pepsi was Brad's Drink. What? <laughs> That's right. That's Brad. Like, I was going to say, it sounds like something we'd name for you. Brad. Brad. <laughs> Did you all know that? That Brad's Drink was what Pepsi was first called. Brad. <laughs> That's right. That's the origin of your soda. I mean, Pepsi Greg. does make you Brad. <laughs> Correct. That's exactly right. Brad's drink. Caleb Bradham, we would like to thank you for your invention. It's really cool. Um, and this has been Three Facts Jack. Three Facts Jack. Yeah, Three Facts Jack. I like that. Yeah, you're an idea man. I'll give you that. Uh, let me sneak in a, a dad joke of the week here. Get it out of the way. Um, you were just we're do- on one. We're today. doing all of our end of episode stuff that filler right at the beginning because yeah. we got to make room. We know we have to make a lot of room for Dan Levitard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of room. If he if he makes it back from Key West on time. Why do all Catholic dogs, or who do all Catholic dogs pray to? The dog father? That's a pretty good answer, but it's wrong. The answer is St. Bernard. Oh, that's... Ah, that's... I wanted more of a pun, but oh, well. That works. It makes sense. St. <laughs> Bernard. St. Hey, Bernard. Okay, what... um. Uh, what do you call uh, a monkey oh, a that wins one. the wow. sporting event? Wow, free a free dad joke. Yeah, it is. What do you call a monkey who wins a sporting event? The champion. Correct. Yes! 
That's correct. <laughs> Damn you. Okay, I, I want to do a bonus dad joke Please, of the week in no, honor. Just, can we no, no. Okay. This is in honor of Dan Levitard, in case he ends up appearing on our podcast as we're advertising that he will. Why don't you save it for him, then? Okay, I will. That's a good idea. Yeah. I will save it for him. Okay. Right. Yeah, do you remind us? Put a note in your phone for when we interview Dan later. Okay. <laughs> Just And let that be the whole thing. Thanks, Dan, for coming up for this dad joke of the week. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> that's, a, that's correct. That's all we're going to have him on for. Me telling a dad joke of the week. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate you being on with us. Um, I want to, speaking of reminding and everything, you know what occurred to me the other day is that we have completely forgotten that this was a hard knock season for Greg's Lobos. We've completely forgotten that. We just haven't done it. No, we just missed November. We, we did we did one on, for Halloween. Despite all the fanfare, we still have just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Lobos can go caroling. Yeah, you know what? Let's have a Greg Lobos hard knocks for the Christmas season. Like maybe we'll do it next week. I'm wetting the appetite because I know are you that's having, an, is this are you, are we on the air? Or are you having a show meeting? I don't. Confused. No, no, we're we're on the air. We're absolutely on the air. Um, Christopher, I want to mention uh, the U.S. Netherlands match in a minute because it was just such a downer. But first, I have to blow my own horn. Right on. While also making fun of myself. Okay, mm-hmm. I have been nom- nominated for uh, a writing award from the National Sports Media Association. Wow. Uh, I'm one of the finalists for uh, Florida Sports Writer of the Year. Now, and and the 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 NSMA is a legit organization. Who are you competing with? Um, Barry Jackson is actually a finalist as well. Oh, B Jacks uh, from the state of Florida. I said right, yeah. Florida Sports Writer of the Year. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Here's how I'm making fun of myself. Okay, I am one of six hundred and fifty <laughs> nominees oh nationwide so every oh no it's honor. not it's not nationwide it's statewide no no here, here's the format the format is they nominate as many as 10 uh, or, or at least 10 writers or broadcasters from each state okay and i made the top 10 from the state of florida that's but- what i want to hear how many people do you know on that list of florida you're you know, go, you're oh, going, I don't have the list in front of me. You're going at this with uh, uh, such, such low energy that it's taking a while to get where we need to go. Well, Barry Barry Jackson made it, and I congratulate my colleague, Barry, uh, although I hope I beat him. But, um, you know, one of 650. I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. Once I, once I found that out, I'm like, uh, you know. Uh, hey, on. how about there still being 650 writers out there? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's exactly no, right. Th- that's all that's there. So everyone got nominated, but still, how about it? Right. Yeah, that's honestly really cool, though. Like, there's there's hundreds of writers in every state, and you made like uh, someone's list of top ten. Like, th- like there are hundreds of there's still there are still hundreds of local journalists. Oh, true. In in the state of Florida, like writing for papers and stuff. Right. You're right, and and they're all legit. Like. All the people nominated from Florida are legit. Um, well, they did nominate you. That's true. That's fair. I, you know, there should be a category, uh, a hybrid category that includes people like me who are primarily writers, but who also are on the air, like doing podcasts Look and appearing you. for this. And that. that's what you're. You're like, what's up, Barry? What up, we- Bjax? Where's your Where's your podcast? The gag. Or does he have a podcast with the Herald? <laughs> no, he does not. Hey, if a tree falls in the woods. <laughs> at least i don't think he does i don't believe he does what does that mean um <laughs> i just I, I don't you know i don't monitor everything I, who, who's got the time uh but speaking of monitoring everything we were at the u.s netherlands world cup match the other day no we weren't we were not in qatar 
Well, I, I, I mean, we were watching it at a local <laughs> bar. I was hammering Bloody Marys at 9 a.m. My dad was putting on a clinic on how to annoy your wife before 10 a.m. Well, she was in an annoy in an annoyed mood. I mean, she's in. A, I mean, mom showing up for her first World Cup game, swooping in in the quarterfinal or in the game right. to get to the quarterfinal, doing work. Yes, right. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing gets a vibe going for a U.S. soccer game at 9:30 a.m. <laughs> than your mom billing. that's exactly right wait so she was at the bar actually working working we were at no we weren't at the bar we were at a table at a bar we got a big table we had like eight people showing up my parents showed up first so it was like them at a big table and i show up expecting high fives and you know let's do this today (laughs) and my mom looking up from her work like hey what's up your car's a mess she like saw me drive by and like told me my car was a mess (laughs) and then continued to do uh you know work yes and left at halftime by the and way, then started well. criticizing my dad just for existing <laughs> oh boy was she letting me have it it was unbelievable i don't even remember what we were talking about but it was just one of those we moves. Were ta- we, we, well because like they had a, a early it was a lunch place that was open early for the world cup game so they tried to put together a menu and they had billionaires bacon and right. and you know it's like kind of like maple flavored seasoned bacon whatever and so we ordered it because it was literally like the only thing they had. And my mom says midway through it, I'm not really a, a, a bacon. Bacon and me have not been getting along recently, my mom says. And my dad goes, really? Right. And my mom looks at my dad like, I've told you that six times in the last month. <laughs> and then it's true. So like they have a moment where my dad's like, you're right. You ha-, my dad's like, you have told me that actually. That's on me. Wise play. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, you know what? That's on me. And then I shit you not, Yeti, like a sitcom. A minute and a half later, with the genuineness that I that you could not make up, my dad goes, I think I'm gonna make some bacon tomorrow. <laughs> he's like, This bacon is so good, I'm gonna like right. recreate he's like, I need to recreate this. Like, and he right. meant it so genuinely. And I looked at him and I'm like, Dad, are you doing a bit right now? And he's like, What? <laughs> I'm like, Mom just said that bacon hasn't been sitting well with her. My mom is just looking at him like she could she could pierce him with her eyes. It is like it's true. It was fantastic. Right. But I have to replicate that Baconaires billion, uh, Billionaire's Bacon. If nobody's had it before, it's center cut. It's thick center cut bacon. It is, uh, it, it is glazed. It, it's sweetened. There's a sugary element, but there's also a little bit of a kick to it. I think what it is, is it's... Um, Didn't I, can it's I just say in, it? It's got like pepper. It's got like, yeah, it's got like maple yeah, syrup. It's like, I, I think the combination is browned sugar and crushed red pepper. Yeah. And it's just such a combination. And I need to, I'm going to eat a half a pound of it for lunch. You know, your mother doesn't have to be involved because bacon agrees with bacon. Not only agrees with me, bacon is like high-fiving me, slapping me on the back. Uh, hey, bacon, come on. We love bacon. We really do. Dad, wasn't there right. another thing you did that was just like that with mom? I can't think of it now, but like, I- well, yeah. okay. We were there 10 minutes before you got there. So we're ordering a couple of Bloody Marys. Yeah. Okay. And our server, who did not leave the league in waitressing, was really bad. Yeah, she wasn't great. And, you know, you got you, you got there 10 minutes later. You got your Bloody Mary before we got ours. Right. Why? Because Cause I didn't want they all... were waiting for the olives. Yeah. The, my parents wanted the full, like, you know, celery stick olives. And right. I just was like, whatever. I don't need olives. Just give it to me. And she gave me mine, like, right away. Right. And, and after a time, your mother got... To, totally impatient and just done with it all. And and she spins on her heel. She gets ready to storm to the bar herself. No, first of all, dad, I love that you're putting this on mom. 
you were just complaining so much that mom was just like, I'm going to just to shut this guy up. I'm going to okay, go grab fair. our I'm going to go up there and say, we don't care about the olives. We'll just take them because. Right. And that's what she was, said to me. But it was because of you. You're This wasn't mom getting fed up with the weight. It was mom getting tired of you complaining and is like, I need to just go. I have to get okay. back to billing. So I need to. Right. Go just shut Greg up and go get the bloodies. Right. And what she got mad at me. Because you about, stopped her because you complain, 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 complain. She gets up to go get the Bloody Marys and you're like, what are you doing? No, I don't want I don't want them without you were like, I want to wait for the olives. I just want right. to sit here and complain. Like, I don't want them without the olives. I want them right. to get my olives. Like, you and, know. Exactly. And why wouldn't I? How necessary are they? You know, I, I don't drink so how necessary it, are the just, olives? It adds like a salty note to it. Like, you know, it, there's those things add a little flavor, but they're mostly just for the aesthetics of it. I've, it in my it opinion. is. Yeah. And, and when, when it finally came correct, it, it had the olive in it. It had two olives, which is nice. And it had a beautiful stick of celery with the leaves on top, which was great. And then it also unexpected, unusual. There was a slice of bacon. Bacon in it. Oh, and that just made my mom so happy. So <laughs> it, it, and the idea of cold bacon, it sounds awful. But cold bacon in a Bloody Mary is nice. Caking. <laughs> okay. No, I love that. But what I didn't love is that the U.S. soccer team really disappointed, I Ooh, thought. Matt Turner, we're recording this Sunday. Matt Turner, the day after the loss, is on the set with the Fox Sports 1 guys. He was good, man. I'm excited. I saw a list. I know, like, they lost. We can cover that. But the fact right. that all, like, you look at the roster of all the main contributors on this team, everyone's, like, going to be back next one. Like, this next World Cup, and when it's in and it's in the United States, I know it's in Canada and Mexico too. But this is this is our chance. I'm I, yeah. Dad. We need to like track. Like we have to go travel a lot for these. I want to do that. I do. No, I do. And and some of the matches are going to be at Hard Rock Stadium, right in our backyard. I doubt if a U.S. match is going to be here. Doubt it very strongly. But still, why? Why do you doubt that? I have a feeling the 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 U.S. the marquee matches, uh, Brazil, U.S., Germany. I think those are going to probably be, uh, in, you know, in L.A. or New York. Or I'm, I'm just surmising. It, I'm just saying we're I would say the big three places. I mean, I guess Texas Stadium could be one like. Right. I feel like the U.S. could be. I mean, I mean, Miami could be a hub for one group. No, you could. Yeah, you could be right. And uh, thanks to Joe Robbie, um, uh, Hard Rock Stadium was built with professional soccer in mind. It's a beautiful pitch. It really is. Um, one of the great soccer stadiums in the country. Did you just want to say pitch? Like what happened yeah. there? I feel like you, shoe- exactly like you shoehorned yeah. in that word. I'm flexing. Yeah. I'm flexing on the pitch. You know, you don't have to be Whittingham to flex your soccer knowledge. You know, you can do it without being um, having a veneer of uh, effetery. Half time. Exactly. You know, Greg, I do have an idea about the bacon. You could always just save it for you know, next Friday when I just happen to show up on your doorstep and, you know, to, yes. to record our to be the beginnings of our Moss episode. You should. This yes, is, this is exciting. We should talk about it. We should pre- we should preface and explain that we are going to the three of us. We can get we can have a group hug next episode. Yeah. How about we us? may record ourselves having a group hug and just I let that sink, great. sink in like Yeti could have three legs. And I don't know. You know <laughs> OK, hey, it's a very odd visual, very right odd on. statement. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right, right on. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see whether he does or not. It is going to be a kumbaya moment for the podcast. It's going to be a special thing, and we're all going to go to Moss. Uh, and and I want when Levitard comes on, I keep teasing Levitard's eventual appearance on the podcast, even though I have very little confidence that he's going to come through for me. But um, at the very least, we'll, we'll get him to send us like an audio clip 
a 10 second audio clip that's right just so we can <laughs> advertise that he's been on um no we'll talk to him a little bit about moss as well and i want to talk to him about some other stuff including the the dolphins 49ers game uh which is the dolphins biggest december game in two years can you believe that game how about that game yeah no what a game the results surprised me i gotta i gotta tell you yeah shocking you just you just sounded say. like uh what's the guy i gotta tell you i have a uh, but my dad, who's that old like comedian? Like oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I gotta tell you, he's uh, hey, that's a decent, de- decent Dangerfield by me. Well, your Dangerfield was sounded a little bit like uh, the the broadcast Harry Carey. No, you that's... had a little Harry <sighs> Carey in your Dangerfield. Yeah, <sighs> that's Harry Carey. The, the... Huh, I gotta tell you, man. Hey, what are you talking about? Okay, that's my take. My that's... wife, take please my, take my wife, please. <laughs> That's not. That's a passable. Yeah. No, you but have I, a pretty good. It's the first time I've ever done that. it. I, I, I'm a decent mimic. Look, yeah, we, you are actually. But, but back to Moss real quick. We haven't talked much about this, and I just if you haven't bought your tickets, you got to go now because they're running out. Yeah, I will be there. This is your chance that's to see right. the Greg Cody toe with Greg Cody. I will be there not only with the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody, but I will also be playing live. Yes. That's exciting. Me and Andrew Streeter, Cincinnati Lou, and my friend Dwayne. We've got a band. Wow. A band, man. What's the, what, what a, what a scoop for Greg Cody. Didn't you break that story? Dad? Greg broke that story. How'd you find out that yet he was going to be there? You know, I, I, I don't know. I can't reveal his sources, I, I guess. I can't reveal my sources. <laughs> but I appreciate the name of the band. Uh, it, it's called uh, Yeti and the Flaming Cody's. <laughs> so that's a that's a big thrill for me to be included in the it's band. Not what they're like called that. at all, Dad. Are you gonna? Uh, we don't want to reveal what songs Yeti's performing, but are you gonna be like you know a hype man for like you know for the for the band out there? I think it'd be great. I if if, if I were given the honor, I would uh, actually introduce the band, uh, okay. and then I'm the Warmack. I'll be oh, I found this interesting okay. as the Warmack. Oh, no. He bogarts the mic from Adnan. Yeah, <laughs> but we've we've got a couple other listeners that perform. We've got Rage Against Twitter is going to do do a number. We've got Christy Yamaguchi Main's going to do a quick song, and then the band jumps on. It's going to be great. Wow, I'm excited. I'm this excited to see. Be great. And, and, and this... I will tease. I will tease. This is because Moss is the only place you're going to be able to hear this. There is a special Moss Miami verse to Pebble Drive. Yeah, that, that's wow. what I, that's where I was. I didn't know if we were going to reveal that. I was like, Dad's got to yep. be out there. Maybe crowd surf during that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we, I, I, I don't okay. think this will surprise anybody that knows Yeti, but Yeti is taking this very serious. And this is not just hitting play on a track and singing karaoke. When he says he has a band, he's bringing Streeter and the crew, and they are actually going to be playing this music. So, and I, I bet they're going to crush it. So I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, man, I am too. This will be the first time I've played original music on stage in 17 years. Last of which was also with Andrew Streeter. Look and, at that. Uh, wow. So it's been really exciting to practice and, and, uh, and play live music with somebody. Cincinnati Lou is on his way over to my house, wow. and uh, and we're going to practice tonight. It's going to be great. He's We've coming a- from Cincinnati. Yes, of course, because Cincinnati, <laughs> Decatur, Georgia. Um, oh. But <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it, this is going to be fun. We've got a practice space we're renting. We're really we w- really want to make sure this is a good show for everybody. Right, and and um, next week's episode is going to have a lot of uh, live stuff from Mouse Miami, and probably a snippet of of the. Live performance by Yeti and all that stuff. So. Buy a ticket. You might be able to yell in the background of the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. That's yeah, right. Because we're going to definitely exactly. be doing next week's episode. It's going to start before Moss and then kind of 
the the rest of it, most of it will be at Moss. Yeti will be walking around talking to people. I'll be talking to people. My dad, like we're going to be doing a chunk of next episode from Moss. So if you can't be at Moss, check out next week's episode because you will get a full experience of what it's like to be at Moss. Yeah, that's for sure. I want to thank everyone for who um who bought something from the Greg uh, from shop.thegregcodyshow.com during our sale. We um if you Deering. did something during our Black Friday sweepstakes, we'll be in touch this week. Yes, during um, about a Zoom happy hour. Yeah, so. a Zoom. That's terrific. Did I say Zoom? No. Okay, but you said, but you said during. During, I did say during. during. You, know, you think someone who's a fan of the U would appreciate my accenting the yeah. U? But you know, yeah. I guess you might be a fake fan. America, during. we say during. Burn. That's right. We call it soccer and we say during. Well, should we, uh, should we take a break and get ready for Dan? We have to. You got to get ready for Dan. If you're not ready, he'll steamroll you. Plus, Greg but, Cody's uh, late on assignment for the Herald. I know. Geez, I got to do that. You're right. Geez, thanks for the reminder. Let's, talk, let's talk some moss and football with Dan Lebitard. Football. All right. Let's go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hey, hey, Dad. Hey. <laughs> do you guys do you guys always start like this, where he's just confused by the Zoom? That does every episode start no. with him every single week being confused by <laughs> well, the Zoom? His latest thing is not realizing his camera's off, so he'll do like the first five minutes of the podcast with us just seeing his name. Yeah, and he's like, "What do you mean? What do I click? The same button as every week, Dad." Well, uh, you know what? I'm I'm fried right now because these Sunday games off tv you know trying to meet a print deadline it's just for day i, I can sing the blues about my job but <laughs> oh because it's made more difficult because he refuses to take his laptop from his office <sighs> and bring it into the living room so he's no, walking no, back no and no, forth. no no but chris chris the best part of this is these sunday afternoons off the tv <laughs> like he doesn't have to get his ass anywhere he didn't have to fly to san francisco he had that's to get up and turn on his television <laughs> Yeah, and even that's difficult sometimes, especially when my wife's not home. I can't wait but, to see the energy you bring after going to Buffalo in a couple of weeks. You're going to Buffalo? You're going to go to Buffalo. You're going to go to with, Buffalo with, with Bernie, Bernie Pomley. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. But Greg, enough about me. Greg, your energy stinks. You got to pick it Thank up. You. It's your podcast. Yeah, pick up your energy. Yeah. Why would anyone want to listen to this if you sound like you don't want to be here? <laughs> no, they're going to listen to it at 1.8, which I always recommend because it makes me sound younger, more vivacious. You got to listen to it at 1.8. Just be at 1.8. I'm good. I- I'm good. Uh, you know, we let's get this started because we're, we're We've already started. <laughs> we Dan started Levitard, five uh, minutes ago. The, we the started- Dan Levitard show featuring uh, uh, Stugatz is, uh, is with us today. So thank you very much, Dan, for joining us. <laughs> How about that? 
Oh my god! You should have said the Stigat show featuring Dan Levitard. That, Chris, that was Chris, there. look at your father. He's winded. He's three minutes into the podcast. I know. He's winded as if he ran a marathon. I Lucky. just wrote an entire column in twenty-five minutes. That makes me winded without even watching the game. And this is saw- look. This is his second recording of the entire day. Yeah, we did most. That's we correct. did some of the episode earlier to make this lift lighter. So thank right. God we don't have to do 40 minutes. We just no, need like true. 15 here. That's true. Dan, uh, what did you think of the Dolphin game? Let's start there because, <laughs> no, no. I, and, and I want to tell, tell you my quick take, my quick synopsis. Your quick. The Dolphins in five wins in a row have earned enough faith to withstand this one loss, which is a totally predictable loss. I wrote in my prediction column that th- this defense, without Miami's two starting offensive tackles, was going to be a nightmare for Tua and Nick Bosa, it w- and it's exactly what happened. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game? You you say it's predictable, but I would say to you that every Dolphin fan, once Garoppolo leaves the game, you're like, wait a minute, wait, we, we once you're close at twenty three seventeen. Once yeah. San Francisco hasn't allowed second half points in four straight games, and then Tyreek Hill again goes yeah. deep, and he's the most unstoppable receiver in the league, in a league that includes Justin Jefferson, another hundred fifty yards. It's disappointing to lose that one, but understandable to lose that one. And Greg, one of the things Things that's always interesting to me about football is we spend so much time analyzing this and then your team's hurt and you yeah. lose because your right. team's hurt because you can't you can't block them but San Francisco beat the Dolphins with its backup quarterback and if you're going to beat the Dolphins in the playoffs it's going to look like that yeah that's what it's it's going to look with uh, Tua getting pressure Tua making a few mistakes Tua um, you know I don't even blame him for for what it is that happened there but you saw the difference between the last seven games that team has played and how much time he has and how much time he didn't have in this yeah, one for sure um you know Taron armstead is is by far their best lineman he wasn't in there uh tua was inaccurate unlike him even before the interception ended his streak of i think 190 that wasn't that wasn't his fault the receiver slipped it was the the one to hill was his fault yeah but yeah. come on man like he spoiled us the pit like <laughs> right. it, it's been it's been like two months since he made throws like that Correct. He had a five-game streak that was up there with anything Marino did in his heyday. 194 passes in a row without a pick. Pinpoint accuracy. Today, he was overthrowing guys. He just was not accurate. But some of that is Nick Bosa in his lap all afternoon. You know, it was a reality check for the Dolphins. But you know what? Nobody thought they were a top-tier team. I think coming into this game and coming out of this game, everybody thinks the Dolphins are a second-tier team, a playoff good team. But more than that, we don't know. Purdy could be the next Brady, too. We haven't, like, that guy, that, that you never know. Please <laughs> that stop guy. that. Please, <laughs> please stop <laughs> that. Brock Purdy. Could have walked in. Pur- Birdie want a cracker? I want ESPN to fire you again right now. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I really do. You don't know that he's not going to go on to be the next Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. I know. As we sit here right now, I know, and I would bet your life on it. I'm watching I'm watching a highlight. I want to look decent. Oh, come on. He's in work. He's not going to be Brady. This is, uh, Greg, this will get lost, okay, because they lost the way they did at the end of the game. But the coach of the Miami Dolphins, the first coach in the history of the Miami Dolphins, 
who's willing to go for it on fourth and one from his own 18-yard line because he's got no fear whatsoever of, I'm going to get a yard with my offense. I If I'm in fourth and one under any game situation, I'm not afraid of it. God, do I love that. I've been, love I have been waiting so long for someone to coach like that. And they've got the coach in the league, the one willing to do that. Yes. There was no, there's not a coach in the league who 23, 17, fourth and one from his own 18 goes for it. Not right. one coach. Yeah. And, and like Tyreek says, he needs a wheelbarrow to carry his balls, which is true. I mean, he's crazy. It's not true. <laughs> Well, you know, it's not literally true, but as a figurative, he would have elephantitis of the balls if it was literally true. It would be, it would would be something that we would really have to cover better than we have if he needed a wheelbarrow to carry his balls. Yeah, he would need that on the sideline. They would have a special assistant coach instead of the get back coach. He'd have a balls coach and a get back coach. That's correct. The old balls coach. The old balls coach. <laughs> when Christopher said earlier that uh, that Purdy was going to be the the next uh, Tom Brady, I just I just put it out there. I'm, I'm not I, telling I you know, how to but think. I can't, let that, I can't let that go by without using my lame line, which is that was a pretty ridiculous comment you made. <laughs> I mean, you just. We don't have a. We can't afford to lose a game show sound, so it just sits. It just sits. That silence is better. The silence Um, is better. Dan, I want to. I want to talk about Moss Miami. This is the fifth one, and it's always exciting for me because we we feel like rock stars when we're there. The fans are so great. And um, is it true that I came up with the idea for these Moss Miamis? Because I I believe it is. I I think it is. Yeah. I'm just curious if Dan uh, uh, remembers that conversation we had. Uh, Not in any way true. Okay. (laughs) I I think it was. I think we were in the studio one day uh, during a commercial break. And I said that you should do some sort of a, 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 you know, a a concert thing or or just something involving music and art. I, I maybe I'm hallucinating. You, uh, you are, I believe it's dementia, it's delirium. Uh, it was my brother's idea. He's an artist. Right. Okay. So he came up with the idea. I would have had he not, but, uh, enough about me. Um, do you get nervous before these Moss Miami's? Cause it's a big undertaking. I don't think people realize how many months, how much, how many people go into producing this thing. Can you just give people an idea? Because it doesn't just happen all of a sudden. There are a lot of work. I've had to do less of the work this time because we have a company around it. But I have been out there, you know, putting together Papa Shot machines so that uh, <laughs> so that people can Papa Shot enjoy themselves. And uh, <laughs> what we like to do, it it really is something. And all of them that we've done, uh, we've broken even a couple of times and and we've lost money on the others because we have not treated this as a responsible business. We're trying to throw a party that shows South Florida and Miami how grateful we are for the fact that they made us uh, a national and international entity. And so you you say that uh, you say that we feel like rock stars, but the point of the whole thing is for people to get to interact with uh, you know, a show that exists as an intimacy in a new medium that's a different medium where you feel like we're your friends or the friends in your head where the people who are running with you on long runs or long drives or if you've got a bad job you're working in a job that's boring and we make it go by faster like that's a real intimate space that we spend time with you in and so it's uh 
it's real moving to us to be able to share that with the audience because it's such an absurd way to make a living. Um, and, and I can't be more grateful for it. Um, and my dad, and my dad, you to ask what good, good timing by both of you. You seem like you've been family all your life, the way that you work together. You it's like watching dance from partners who have worked (laughs) together for 50 and 60 years. I was that's just going to say of editing. Oh, uh, it's still there. It is again there. That's not going to get edited. It's a coordinated it effort to kill the show. <laughs> that's right. I go, go ahead. Chris Orr. Thank you. <laughs> you love the attention dad. like uh, no one loves this night more than Greg Cody. If there's a line of six people at one point in line to take a picture with you, there's just no one who loves that more than Greg Cody. Right. Well, I'll be thinking, why is there only six? But your your point is is well taken. I, yeah, I honest. can't I can't wait for our show this week to make fun of you in a way that is loud and uproarious because I believe last week with your Moss Miami article for the Miami Herald that you did more to kill journalism than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, thank you. When in an article written by yourself, you quoted yourself talking about a toenail of yours that is rotten and black and going to be an, on display right. at Moss Miami. Like how, how are you not ashamed of yourself as a journalist, as someone who, who studied journalism? Right. <laughs> <laughs> there, there has been some blowback within the Miami Herald. You heard from the Herald on that. Well, the Herald, look, we're all click whores. Clores. And, and anytime I write about Levitard, it tends to do pretty good traffic. Um, but the Herald at the same time is like, why are we shilling for the, you know, why is he writing this in the third person? He's, <laughs> he's, he's writing a story. He's quoting himself. I mean, it is. But I mean, it's all fair questions. This is a newspaper that ended the presidential campaign of Gary Hart. You, right. you ended journalism with an article quoting yourself about your rotten toenail. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't, I can't take the credit for ending journalism with that. I mean, it, it had already ended itself, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it was a good quote. If if we're gonna go down in flames, let it be with a good quote. I just hope I I remember, and it's right up here. I got to put it somewhere. I have to remember the to- the toenail. I have to. <laughs> that would bring be funny. The <laughs> Dad, we're I, sending I just, you home for it. There's a whole we have a whole pedestal we're by. We're yeah, building. could somebody remind me to bring that? If you thing? forget the toenail, we will sever the one off of your yes. other foot. Yeah, which is <laughs> yeah. worse. Oh my God, the one on my other foot is is the greatest ever, the worst ever, and uh, so that would be a good sub actually. Is it blacker? Is it blacker? Darker? More poison? No, it isn't. But it's it's totally misshapen. It, it's like. Uh, comes up in a in a in a point on on the upper right hand side and it's in it's always getting snarled in my socks and everything that's for next that's for next moss though this 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 toenail <laughs> okay. is for this moss yeah okay uh yeti what what would you like to ask dan anything i want to know dad first where if, if there was a if if there was a music festival ish sheet for moss miami where's your toenail dad do you think on that you mean on on the the highlights of, of like, what like people are gonna see like is it third line like do people like you know where's your toenail on this oh oh i see what you mean um You've never been I to would... a music festival so i don't think you know what i'm no, no i have i see what you mean <laughs> i i think i i rank very high yeah i think my toenail and g love would be on the same line. Wow. Yeah. I will say. Wow, you're the headliner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the toe liner. Look, I'm in a group chat and someone's husband asked her to ask someone who's coming to Moss, is he going to see the toenail? Like wow. people are excited and they said, that's the only reason I'm going. You hear that, dad? You hear that? That's correct. 
The Greg Cody toe with Greg Cody will be on full display at Moss Miami. The Greg Cody toe. Chris, how frustrated are you? And Yeti, I'd like to ask you this question as well. At the general lethargy of your podcast host right now, yeah. just that that his that, that <laughs> it's our Sunday. It's it's a Sunday staple with our. We do most of the podcast before Sunday night because I can't deal with this. So it's basically we we just do we save like the last 10, 15 minutes for a Sunday night recap just because it's all I can take. And every time I'm always like, Dad, crank up the energy a little bit. And this Which, is just what, what you is get wrong from with. <laughs> What is wrong with the way I'm speaking you right sound, now? You just sound sleepy and bored. And the the way that you decided to transition in the professional podcasting industry of I've got to be on my toes and entertain at all times is, <laughs> Yeti, did you have something you wanted to ask, Dan? <laughs> it's it just really lazy. Yeah. It's just it's, lazy. It's, I have listen. a sound to summarize it all. Greg Cody. What? I never heard of any of that stuff. It's all. Yeah, that's about right. Look, I don't want to keep Dan forever. We'll let him go in a minute. I didn't want this to pass by without Yeti getting an opportunity. I've been dominating the conversation. I wanted to include him. MossLebitard.com is where people go to get tickets. It's Saturday night. It's the biggest party we have ever thrown. We have kept the the tickets very affordable. I don't think you can get Domino tickets. I don't think you can be in the Domino tournament anymore, and I think VIP is sold out as well. But the most affordable tickets we have are general admission, and I am promising everybody that we are going to give you more than what it is that you're paying for because uh, we pride ourselves on doing that. And this one is the one when we're doing it the most. This is the big party. This is the biggest party we've ever thrown. Winwood Marketplace, Saturday night, eight hours. Greg Cody's lethargy will not be what it is right now. He will be buoyant because one yeah, of the I things will. that will be headlining is his narcissism. All right. My toe, my narcissism. Right on. Right on. Right on. All right. Well, Dan, uh, we love you like a pet. You know that. Uh, we always have. And uh, we thank you for being on with and us. Now we're all going to go to sleep. I mean, it's just so tiring to hear him. Like, it's just he's got nothing left but like a couple of fumes for a couple of syllables. That's why Yeti. We have Yeti. If you like Yeti, hit some of the like. We just have him do soundboard. We just have that. My dad is Brad. Yeah. See, like we just like we have him. We're ready to go. I've been hearing your father belch that way. Okay, since he was. 30 years old. Your father belches like that. Chris, I don't know if I knew your father. I must know. It wasn't before you were born. What what age did you have, Chris, Greg? Uh, 90, uh, 87. 87. So how old you were you? You were 87 years old. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was 87. 54, was my dad was born. Father. So 33, right? If I'm doing math. Yeah, I was 33. Yeah. Okay, Something so like I that. may I may have known you before I knew Chris. And so I believe your way of belching, which is to belch and then just say for reasons that are not discernible to me, the name Brad is something that you've Brad. been doing for 40 years. 40 <laughs> Thank years. You. <laughs> Thank you for now, that. That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was. We, we caught that one in the wild. We haven't caught an ass wipe in the wild yet, but we yeah. caught... We caught the Brad in the wild. <laughs> you one day. caught you. Wait, you you know the whole story of asswipe. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 We haven't caught that. Erlene came on and 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 talked about that on our show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we haven't we haven't caught that one in the wild yet. <laughs> yeah. There should be a Hallmark card for an anniversary like that. You know, saying Brad forty years in a row. I feel like that's a first. That wouldn't be much as as a business. My guess is they wouldn't sell many of those. (laughs) You're right. But I would buy all they had. If there were like five in the rack, I would buy all of them. Asswipe. That kind of thing. 
<laughs> Dan, right. we'll see you in uh, five nights at Moss Miami. I look forward to it. Fuck off. All right. <laughs> nice chat See you guys later. Later. See you. In one of the saddest payoffs in podcasting history, Dad, we forgot to do the dad joke of the week with Dan Lebitard that you teased earlier in the episode. So do, oh, it, yeah. now. do it now with just you and I. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Um, well, Dan spent the week in Key West, which I love. I love Key West. And so I curated, I, I specifically tailored a dad joke of the week to Dan in honor of his having been in Key West. So the dad jo- joke of the week is... What's the best way to have fun in Key West? Get drunk. Hemingway. Yeah. <laughs> That's it? Wow. <laughs> I'm glad that we didn't keep Dan around for that, if I'm being no, honest. No, I think he would be roaring with laughter. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Good night, everybody.